Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. Welcome once again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel along with Mike uh, getting together for our weekly chat here on Grace Walk Radio, talking about the things of God, uh, the grace of God, setting our mind, Mike, on uh, the things that are above uh, where Christ is. The Bible says we've been seated in the heavenly places. You know, that's a spiritual thing. Here in our physical bodies, we don't necessarily understand how that is, is true. Some would say it's a paradox uh, that, you know, we're stuck in these bodies, in these physical bodies, but yet at the same time we're uh, we're seated in the heavenly places with Christ Jesus. It, well, anyway, when we keep our mind on these things, Mike, just setting our mind on the things of Christ, reminding ourselves and re-reminding ourselves of the grace of God and all that Jesus has accomplished for us, as opposed to what we can accomplish for ourselves, it's all about Him. Uh, then our minds grow and they're renewed in in this wonderful grace of God. That's what you and I are here for, Mike, to to talk about the grace of God and all of these things. So uh, glad to have you here with me again, Mike. Yeah, it's great to have everybody along with us, Joel. And, you know, it's one thing to remind ourselves of of these things, but as Joel says, sometimes you just have to re-remind yourself. I like that word. I I think (laughs) I just... Well, it's because, okay, (laughs) the reason I like saying that is because I think it, it is good to go over, and it's a better way to, than to say over and over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's kind of redundant when I say that, but, you know, I was listening to, uh, just today I was listening to some something I downloaded uh, from uh, Terry Rayburn. He, he also has a program on Grace Walk Radio, and he has a, about a 15-minute show, kind of like you and I have, Mike, and I download his MP3s and I listen to them. And there was one I was listening to today, and he said a lot of stuff in there. All of his, I like all the stuff he says. And I thought, I'm going to listen to this one again. Because there was stuff in there that I was reminded of. And then I wanted to be re-reminded of. I mean, I just want to get this stuff in my head. And, and um, you know, to learn, to grow, it's by hearing. And, and hearing by the Word of God. And so it's, sometimes when you and I talk together, Mike, we, we say a lot of the things that we've already said before. But to me, I, I, it won't ever get old to keep hearing the same old stuff because it's not the same old stuff. It's always new. It's always fresh because it's the Word of God. So, <laughs> If we were to run a commercial for our program, it might sound something like, hear it again for the very first time. <laughs> Which is okay. Joel, I didn't mean to judge you for that. Oh, you, you know? were judging me. You are judging me, and uh, I don't know. I'm going to go worship a new moon night tonight, I think. And I'm not uh, going to observe the Sabbath. <laughs> you know, another thing we've talked about recently is uh, our perspective. Uh, when we look at the Word of God, when we try to um, g- gain a, our, our understanding of, of the Gospel, sometimes the perspective in which you've been brought on, the things that you've been taught, will cause you to see even the Scripture a certain way, whether it be right or wrong. And, uh, for example, Joel, um, I know we, we kind of covered some things over the last two or three weeks uh, sort of along this subject, even though we didn't uh, maybe use some of the phraseology I'm about to use. But if, if you, for example, think that you who are in Christ, if you think that you're just a sinner saved by grace, 
then you're never really going to fully understand your identity in Christ because it's true that we were born into sin and it's true that we were saved by grace. But if you just see yourself now, in the here and now, as a sinner and uh, saved by grace, then you're really missing part of the, the big point of the gospel because really what you are now is, is, is not a sinner saved by grace. You are a righteous individual. You are the righteousness of God in Jesus Christ. This is what the whole thing is all about. And, and, and your perspective can cause you to really struggle because, you know, Joel, we kind of alluded to this last week, but for so many years of my Christian life, I struggled because I thought I was just a sinner saved by grace and I was working so hard, you know, to, to do the right things and not to do the wrong things. And over and over again, I would fall on my face because I didn't understand my identity in Christ. Mm -hmm. Well, let me just kind of you know highlight what you're talking about with with a scripture that we've focused on a few times in the last few weeks, Colossians two thirteen. Here is Paul talking about a sinner, and then he turns and and he's talking about someone who has who is no longer a sinner. Right there in Colossians two thirteen. And you being dead in your trespasses, this is, he's talking about you before you came to Christ. You being dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, that's everyone as a sinner. He says, he has made alive together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses. So you were once dead in your trespasses. Now you've been made alive together with Jesus Christ. Somebody who has been made alive together with Jesus Christ cannot be called a sinner. If you know, if if we've been made alive together with Jesus Christ, how can a sinner cohabitate with Christ? How can someone who is a sinner uh, have the Spirit of God living in them. God took all of that away. It's not that we don't sin, you know, because there is sin that dwells in our members, which are on the earth, the Bible says. You know, in our body, there's this thing called sin, but our bodies are going to pass away someday. Our body is not who we are, but the Spirit, the core of our being, who we really are, has been made alive together with Christ. And we're not a sinner, as you're saying, Mike. We're not sinners. We're saints who sometimes sin because we give in to you know, the flesh, but the flesh is not who we are. And, and we really want to make that clear that, you know, because if you're looking at yourself as, as a sinner, it's going to be hard for you to understand and to comprehend that you actually have been made alive together with Christ. And that's so important. That is such an important part of our identity, an important doctrine, an important thing to stand in, our true identity. We've been made alive together with him. People confuse their identity with what they do, mm. and, and vice versa, I guess you could say. People, you know, when I say sinner, you automatically think of somebody who does something wrong. But really, by Bible definitions, at least under the New Covenant especially, um, when we say sinner, understand we're not just talking about somebody who does something bad. We're talking about somebody who was born in Adam, born into sin like we all were, uh, has not yet come to uh, a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, and that it has nothing to do with their actions. And the same is true because I have a confession to make. I've sinned quite recently, I'm, I'm sure, even if I wasn't aware of it. Mm -hmm. um, but that doesn't make me a sinner because, um, again, my identity is not wrapped up in what I do or don't do. It's not wrapped up in my actions. It's, it's, it's wrapped up 
based on, on, on the gospel, on, on the finished work of Jesus Christ, and, and my willingness to, to believe and put faith in that finished work. And I think so much of this leads up to uh, you know, where we're kind of at here in Colossians 3, as we've been talking uh, for the last few weeks in Colossians. Colossians 3, 5 says, therefore, you know, Paul's talking about how we've been, we, we died to the former self, to our, who we were in Adam, to the, to the basic principles of the world. We died to that. Our life is now hidden with Christ in God. God has made us alive together with Christ. And so Paul says, therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. The NIV says, put to death the deeds of the flesh. And he gives examples, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. And, he, you know, you, could, you can list all kinds of things here that are evil, that are, that are sinful. I, I know a lot of people who aren't fully understanding what grace really is like to kind of skip through this because you start talking about sin and, uh, what? Hey, you know, you're, 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 you're a legalist. Uh, you're talking about uh, putting to death the, our evil desires, putting to death uh, these things, the deeds of the flesh. But this is what grace will do for us. It's not something that we conjure up by ourselves, but it's we focus on Jesus Christ. We put our eyes on him. We understand that we've been that we died and that now we're alive together with Christ. Therefore, you know, Paul says, you know, let's let's put to death these things. Paul says, because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. That used to scare me because I thought, well, if I ever do these things, that means the wrath of God is coming to me. But Paul's not saying that. He's just saying that the wrath of God is against these things. Those who are not in Christ are the sons of disobedience. And, you know, they haven't believed the gospel. It's, it's either have you believed the gospel, the good news, have you put your trust in Christ, or, or haven't you? But since, the, you know, since these things are what God is against, God obviously doesn't like fornication, uncleanness, evil desires and passions, covetousness and idolatry and all that. Um, so why should we walk in those things? I mean, it's not like we come... To God, to God by grace, and then we th- we think, oh, we can just do whatever we want to do. But when we put our minds on Jesus Christ, we don't want to do these things. That's not what grace is all about. And and putting our our focus on the person Jesus Christ helps us to understand that those just those things aren't me. That's not who I am. That's not what I want to do because Christ is in me. Well, another place in the Scripture, Joel, Paul said, um, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. Um, you can get out there and, and walk around in some of the wrong things, doing some of the wrong things. Um, and, and yes, you're free in Christ, and, and eternal life is yours. But there are some things that uh, you can do out there that, that cause yourself pain, that cause others pain, and, and just aren't profitable. I mean, the, the spirit that lives in you um, will lead and guide and teach and, and remind you of the, of the things that Jesus said um, the Spirit is there to, to help bring uh, strength and to help you overcome. And uh, I just, there, there is something inside of me. Uh, look, we're, we're all tempted and, and we've all failed. Um, but there's something inside of me that, that maybe is even beyond my understanding, Joel, that, that just yearns to want to um, reach out to others, to love others, and, and to do what is right. And I, I just can't get away from that. It doesn't mean I'm perfect. And I, I said it earlier, 
I could do a whole lot better than what I'm doing right now. I'll be the first to admit that. Sometimes I get lazy and tired, and, and sometimes I, I'm not always probably the perfect model of a Christian. But there's still something in me. I know, I know it's there. It's not, it's not that it's there. He is there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I can't escape that. I, I, I long to, to know more about him. Yeah, and, and because it is his life, and, and we look at what the Scripture says about God, God is love. And, and the Spirit of God lives in us. You know, God does live in us. And so it is. It, it's hard for me to comprehend, too. It's hard for us to understand this. But the being who is love, God who is love, he dwells in us. And, and those desires, you know, when we set our mind on, on the things uh, of, of above, where Christ is, where we set our minds on, on Jesus Christ, in, indeed, that is internal. It's now, it is now a part of our being to want to love, to be love to other people, to be compassionate and, and to reach out, to help, to give, to do all these things. It's something, Mike, that rules and regulations could never, ever conjure up in us. You know, we might be able to follow rules and regulations for a short time, but when we understand that it's, it's God who is love who lives in us, Things become so much different, <laughs> and, and we start living out of that life uh, rather than out of rules and regulations. Well, Mike, I guess another one's come to an end here. Would love to keep on chatting about the grace of God, but we've got to end uh, uh, this one for now. Graceroots.org. We invite you to visit that website, and uh, you can find out contact information on there or email us at graceroots at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'll be back again next time for more talk about Growing in Grace. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.